we read a poem. Hello all and welcome to Shall We Read a Poem? I'm Russ. And I'm Lauren. Lauren, allergies are kicking your bum today. I don't even know what's going wrong. I did yard work for a day and... I guess I should have showered immediately rather than eating something and then showering <laughs> because I woke up the next morning and the right side of my face felt weird. Like my eye hurt and I looked in the mirror and it was kind of puffy. But as the day went on, I started getting headaches and uh, it just felt like gravity had like hooks in my face and was pulling down and my ear started to hurt and my jaw was hurting. And I had this giant lump at the right side of my face close to my hairline. And it doesn't seem like a bug bite. It's about the right size to be a bug bite, but it's kind of bumpy, like a rash. And so I had no idea what I did in the yard, but apparently I got something on my face that is... Well, my skin just doesn't like it. My skin hates it. Has this happened previously or anything similar? No, I get some pretty bad, bad rashes from certain plants. But I've never had it this intensely swollen before. There's just bump, like I, it's a goose egg, like I hit my head. That's wild. Yeah, Are there I any poison, poison dart frogs in uh, Portland? Well, even if there were, no one would be, you know, sticking a dart in one to shoot at me. I'm sure some <laughs> people keep them as pets. I went to the doctor because the pain in my ear was so bad that I wanted to make sure I didn't have a coincidental ear infection on top of the allergic reaction going on. Uh, and they said, no, no ear infection. They also thought it was very weird. <laughs> my face is swollen and medical science doesn't know why. Right. They were just like, it's, you know, it looks probably like an allergic reaction to something. You don't have an ear infection, though. As everyone knows, podcasting is a very visual medium, and I think our voices belie our style, because Lauren is probably the most colorful person that has, like, ever existed. Right now, she has on a road cone orange sweater, pink hair, and what what is looks like a purple shirt. It's a, yeah, it's sort of a lavender color. And for and for some reason, this is like Big Bird telling me about his boil. <laughs> the welt on my head is the same color as my hair. <laughs> oh God! Oh, we, let's move on to the poems. Having the earbuds in, in while my jaw and ear hurts is not fun. Well, what are we talking about? Okay, I am going to do. Won't you? Barbara's eyes are blue as azure. But she is in love with Freddy. Karen's sweet, but Harry has her. Gentle Jane is going steady. Carol hates me. So does May. Abigail will not be mine. Nancy lives too far away. Won't you be my Valentine? And this episode drops on Valentine's Day, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Right? That's Monday? Hmm. It's Monday. Great. So this will be perfectly appropriate. Are you just very prescient with your timing or was there no, some ulterior motive? No, it's just appropriate for the time. I do enjoy this poem because it implies that you are the seventh choice. No, the eighth. Because there, there are seven women or girls in 
in this poem, and then, but they all won't do from one reason or another, uh, mostly because they say no in one way or another, and then you've been through those seven, so hey, lucky number eight. <laughs> You'll do. You'll do. So, are we talking about Valentine's Day today? Sure, go for it, why not? What are your Valentine's Day plans? Well, I didn't even know what day it was. <laughs> I'm expecting like a singles awareness day and a karaoke party or something. Uh, probably I will still be dealing with this allergy and the allergy it gets worse as the day goes on because of the inflammation draining down and pooling around my ear. So by the evening I may still be grumpy. <laughs> Welcome to your anatomy lesson for the day, children. Yeah, I didn't even know that things would pool around my ear. That's the line of the show right there. I didn't even know that things would pool around my ear. Yeah, I did not know that inflammation from my forehead would cause such a problem in my jaw. We are made in God's own image. My jaw is so painful that touching it is excruciating. Let us never fail to mention what boils have sprung up on our bodies. Are you doing anything for Valentine's? You're the one who has a partner. Yeah, it's it's really sweet because um, my partner is well. I mean, my partner that makes me that's that's an odd term. My prettier half is that's, the okay. Most, partner is is more weird than prettier half. I don't know. Partner makes it sound like we're running a law firm. Yeah, you aren't. And partner sounds forced a lot of the time to me. I have a I've I've an acquaintance at work that only refers to their partner as their partner, mm-hmm. and. I don't know, replace it with like my Robin or my Batman or something. Sure, Anything's better than that. Partner just sounds, the, the only, that's only law firms. Like I've never heard about that anywhere else. I like it because it's a good way of, I mean, in your case, you are married, but it's a good way of saying, hey, uh, I'm not married to this person, but I'm very committed to them. And sometimes you are committed. It's just sort of a generic legal status term of describing someone who is going to be in your life for a while. I wish that we had... You were you were required to refer to them by that term. So it's like, here is my common law mistress. <laughs> <laughs> but then Borat corrupted my wife. And we can't God, say yes. that anymore because it sounds really forced. Right. But anyway, the person that for some reason puts up with me is zero maintenance. So the idea of like a Valentine's thing or a Valentine's exchange for her is just very foreign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so we're like, do you want to do anything for Valentine's Day? And so we decided on we're going to take a small shopping trip mm-hmm. where we just wander around and find a small thing for one another that we think the other person would enjoy. And then at the end of the day, we surprise each other with it. I like this. It's a little bit and of a going- scavenger hunt. And then I'm going to cook a steak. Sounds good. Well, it uh, doesn't sound good to you. Well, I mean, when I ate meat, I liked steaks. It was a long, <laughs> very long time ago. But I think steak was my favorite food when I did eat meat. I'm not doing anything for Valentine's Day, but I'm part of this buy nothing group in the neighborhood. And uh-huh. there's a person who was recently homeless and has their first apartment and doesn't really have a lot of money to spend on niceties for their valentine so they were asking the neighborhood for decorations and i was like okay screw it i'm just gonna make you a bunch of little heart pillows because i don't have anything to make anything for anyone that's so sweet yeah it's they're they're a little bit misshapen because i'm still learning how to sew (laughs) 
but it was an excuse to do some simple sewing, and uh, hopefully it will be good enough. Somehow, a misshapen heart pillow is better in my mind than a perfectly shaped heart pillow. Good. Well, it you has can like tell they're handmade, for sure. It kind of has that a gremlin made this feel to it. Oh, how accurate. Ah, <laughs> uh, here's your pillow shaped by a goblin that has heard of the shape of hearts but never actually <laughs> seen one. Some of them may be a little bit more shaped like the organ, but oh well. Anatomical heart pillow. Mm-hmm. What are you reading today, Russ? Well, today I have made it a point for myself because I am always the downer on these episodes. You but are. Ma- well, I don't know. Maybe we both are. But I have made it a point not to be a downer this go around. And so today I am reading Skinny. All right. Skinny McGinn was so terribly thin that while taking his bath Sunday night, out popped the plug and sloosh, swoosh, and glug, glug, it washed Skinny right down the drain, out of sight. And where is our dear Skinny bathing tonight? In some underground pool down below? Or up there so high? In that tub in the sky? Where all of the clean people go? This is such a good children's poem. (laughs) It super feeds off the fear a lot of children have of going down the drain. I was afraid of this poem as a small... And the illustration doesn't help because it's a bathtub with one skinny arm just (laughs) reaching (laughs) out from where the drain would be. Yeah, if you're like most children and you hate taking a bath and being clean and are perfectly cool with being dirty and disgusting, and then you have to face the big scary hole in the bathtub. That's definitely going to wash you away. It's definitely going to suck you down. And it makes, like growling noises it's very scary yes yeah and you can feel the water around you getting pulled (laughs) wow that was visceral i had never made that connection but you're exactly right yeah yeah you can feel the water pull like uh being pulled from the area around you being sucked away and i've been meaning to do this one for a minute because to any listener that doesn't or has never seen me I am very skinny and have been my basically my entire life. And when I was in high school, I definitely I didn't know the term for body dysmorphia in high school, but I definitely had conflicting feelings about being so skinny. Mm-hmm. And I remember going through a period where I was really desperately trying to gain weight and then I like get got a lot of anxiety around trying to gain weight and mm-hmm. that didn't help either because then I would get like sick to my stomach while I was trying to eat food and that's definitely a healthy thing to happen. I think I mentioned my dad on this podcast before, like telling me to weigh myself and that kind of thing, which, you know, it it was what it was. And it wasn't until I was an adult that I became very comfortable with my frame. And now when so many of my friends are trying to lose weight, I'm finally at a point where I kind of like this. Buying clothes is really easy. <laughs> it's like when you're built like a department store mannequin, it's it, it's pretty easy to find clothes. And 
for the nerd side of me, there is nothing that I can't cosplay now. Yeah, that's gotta and be fun. Fan Expo Vancouver next weekend. Come out, folks. Billy West is gonna be there, my favorite voice actor. My oh, favorite cool. living voice actor. What does he do? Oh, he's done everything. Uh, you would probably know him from Futurama. Okay. He does a lot of the voices on Futurama, Fry, uh, Zoidberg, Professor Farnsworth. He was the voice of a lot of the Looney Tunes in the first Space Jam movie. Well, I know Futurama. But yeah, and now, being older and still thin, but that feeling hasn't gone away. Like, I'm still very obsessed with my weight and what I eat. And now I'm at a kind of a state maintenance thing. But I don't think it's it's transgressed into that anxiety area again. But now, it's a lot of fun because living in the area I do, I get to try any fashion choice that I want to and won't be met with judgment. Yeah, that is nice. It's nice to both be able to wear clothes that, and you know they will fit and also not have judgment on the style that you're choosing. Last night, I accidentally dressed like Anton Ego, the food critic from Ratatouille. I thought you looked kind of like Steve Jobs without hair. <laughs> and then I replied, Moby. Yeah, okay. Sure. I'm not sure I love Moby much better. I But but I sent the photo to my sister, and she's like, oh my god, you look like Anton Ego. Oh. <laughs> and, the, and then attached a photo. So I just looked down at my phone, and while we've been recording, my mother tried to call me. And Uh-oh. I haven't heard from her in weeks. And recently, I found out why. Uh Uh-oh. So when I would call, the phone would be busy. Turns out she changed her number and didn't tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I I know this wasn't intentional. I know her. But she just didn't think of it. I say my mind would immediately go to quarreling or something. No, she just forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so now I'm getting calls from a number I don't recognize. And not picking them up. Oh, turns out it's my mother. (laughs) When you were a kid, did you hate taking baths? That is a good question. Okay, this goes way, 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 way back. (laughs) Wow, you just unlocked a core memory. Mm. Um, (laughs) I hope it's okay. No, 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 it's okay. I, I used to have a favorite babysitter who would give me baths and play with me in the bath. Mm-hmm. This was never anything inappropriate. I was very, very small at the time. And I'm, I'm talking like on the order of like four or something. I, I would not assume that it was inappropriate. No, no, no. But, but, but it very well could be. Like, like, like I, I think I need to add that, that disclaimer okay. because okay. this is a time that someone could be. But I remember the fact that, that she took my nakedness as nothing Mm -hmm. and just played with me as though i was still out of the bath i remember being beyond fond of her oh yeah so it was she didn't bring any body shame into it yeah it was just it was just we're all it's just you're naked and we're gonna do the same things you do when you have clothes on yeah and i loved her i'm pretty sure she was my first crush (laughs) and then in later life i would reconnect with her like i would meet her again and you know she's she's you know, older than I am by at least a decade. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and so she's always further along in her career than I am. And she's always been very successful. You, you could tell that for her, it was just another day at the office. And for me, it was like this formative thing where it's like, hey, here's your junk. And no one has to worry about that. Yeah, that is a, that does sound like a really powerful thing. 
especially if everybody around you is like, oh no, we have to treat this as a very sensitive subject, even though we still have to give you a bath. What was your relationship with baths? I hated them because I found them boring and I didn't get to control what temperature I was in. And sometimes I got shampoo in my eyes and I didn't have any control. I I just didn't like it because I didn't have control over sensations that were happening to my body. Even though, you know, even though my mother and father were very attempted to be as patient as they could, uh, I just hated it. And the part I hated the most was when I got out of the bath. And the coldness hit me. (laughs) Okay. And then I had to stand there being cold while my mother or father dried my hair with a towel and then the rest of my body. But I just remember that I couldn't make everything warm all at once. Like I could pull my towel around me, but then my legs were cold. (laughs) And yeah, so for me, like not being able to control the temperature of my body was very upsetting. Just hear you describe it sounds terrible. It's like, oh, I never want to take a bath again. (laughs) Well, the nice thing is as you're an adult, you have more thermal mass. And so you're able to withstand temperature changes better than you are as a child. The coldness never bothered me, even as a small. I remember getting out of the bath and and never really caring about it. And, and, And to this day, like being... Unless I'm cold for too long, but that whole like shivery after the bath thing, I don't really care. But I've been in a couple of places, usually nice hotels, that have like heated floors mm. outside the shower or bathtub, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. one percenter territory. Yeah. Well, or I mean, radiant heat is not a one percent territory necessarily. You just have to <laughs> have a structure that's built with radiant heat. Now I am so fond of baths. I love showers, and I take unnecessarily long showers because I like thinking in the shower. Mm -hmm. Now I get to shave my head in the shower, and so that's extra fun. But baths, and especially really hot onsen kind of baths, I really enjoy. I enjoy them too. I get bored pretty quickly, though, or overheated, and so I don't stay in them a lot. But I like the option of being in them and then getting out and then being in them and then getting out. And then being in them again. Oh, your mother? Yep. Man, the best thing I could have done with my mom is move away. <laughs> it seems like it has been good for your relationship. Our relationship is so much better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that sounds good. Yeah. Me and my sister, too. I used to... Uh, w- of course, when you're small, you hate your sister. Just, mm. you know, mm. you, have a, you have a sister. But... As an adult, for ages and ages, I didn't really know what to do with her. It was like, here's another person that's also an adult, but also we grew up together and what's going on here? And now she's probably one of my best friends, which Hmm. is super odd. That's wonderful. And wouldn't you know it, look at that, we have kept an upbeat tone this entire episode. Yeah, we did. Wow. This is everybody, Golden Week. Yeah, I think the worst thing is me bitching about my face pain. Well, it wouldn't be Shall We Read a Poem if we weren't bitching about something. (laughs) If I weren't crabby about something. Well, do you have any uplifting thoughts to leave the listeners with? Uh, Well, I've got one. Okay. Um, There's a new Kirby game coming out. (laughs) Okay. Have you seen the trailer for this Kirby game? I have not. I'm going to send it to you right after this episode is done. Kirby already can't be cute. He's small, he's pink, and he inhales things. But now he's on the Switch, and mm-hmm. he has a whole adventure dedicated to him. And like at, w- at one point, he inhales a vending machine. 
Come on. And then he becomes all rectangular and cute. Wait, are you saying he is cute or is not cute? Kirby's fucking cute. Oh, I thought you... I, I, for some reason, I heard he can't be cute. Oh, I don't know what I said, but he's... he's let's clear that up. He's adorable as shit. <laughs> Little bald pink thing. <laughs> yeah, we still, are we still them, doing phrasing? I remember him them referring to him as one tough cream puff. <laughs> in some ad uh, there's no sexual imagery like Kirby sexual imagery you're right there's not